It's time to set out on the pathway to healing and light. This is The Inner Life on Irrelevant Radio. If you have questions or concerns about your faith journey, if you are struggling or searching for something more, if you are in need of some spiritual direction, our Catholic priests are here to help. One heart at a time. Welcome to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. And hi again, everyone. I'm Chuck Neff. Thank you for joining us on The Inner Life, our program about spiritual direction coming to you every weekday to give you a little bit of help, a little bit of hope on your journey of faith. Great to have all of you with us today, and today we're going to talk about prudence. And you know, that's the virtue that lets you look at a situation in your life, and you not only know the right thing to do, but you also do the right thing. Prudence is one of the four cardinal virtues, all of which are aimed at leading us to happiness. But prudence sometimes, I think, gets lost in our faith journey. We often don't think about what is right. We do what feels right. And that is not always a good thing. Well, we're going to talk about that today. Here to help us on the journey, our spiritual director back with us once again, Father Tom Wilson. Father Tom, a priest in the Archdiocese of St. Paul in Minneapolis, pastor of All Saints Catholic Church in Lakeville, Minnesota. And uh, Father Tom Wilson, good to have you back on the program. How are you doing today? Uh, Doing great, Chuck. It's good to be back again. And looking forward to talking about prudence, and as we mentioned, it's one of the four cardinal virtues. We'll talk about that. We will also open up our phone lines, inviting you and our listening audience to join us uh, on the program today, uh, your experience of prudence. Uh, We'd love to hear the story. But Father Tom, get us started talking about this uh, cardinal virtue of prudence. First of all, what do we mean by cardinal virtue, and then what is prudence? Yeah, that's it's important to uh to have that as a foundation uh Chuck and we want to make a distinction between the cardinal virtues and the theological virtues. The cardinal virtues are uh they're they're human virtues and they are things that um we don't inherently need grace uh to uh to have and to and to live. We we make them and we are able to to live them through our own awareness, our own human knowledge, <clears throat> and our own uh, uh, ability to, to to work on them. So uh, we can we can grow in the in the virtues of temperance, justice, fortitude, and uh, and and prudence, and we can do that in a in a way that's uh, that's very human. And obviously, as as people of faith, we uh, we also believe that the the presence and the connection of God and the grace of God will help us to grow in them. Uh, but they are uh, they're, they're human virtues that allow us to uh, to uh, function well in the world. And as you indicated in the, on, on the top, the uh, that they they lead us to to happiness and uh, living in right order uh, with our, our neighbors in the in the world. Yeah, and then talk a little bit more, Father Tom, if you would, when we talk about the cardinal virtues and certainly uh, prudence, uh, temperance, fortitude, and justice, as you mentioned. They, the Church describes them as hinge or pivot virtues. Talk about that for us, if you would, please. 
Yeah, the the four cardinal virtues uh, really, Chuck, they become the hinge or they become the pillar on which all the other virtues are are, are built. And so uh, we have to have a, we have to have a sense of of the four cardinal virtues and to be able to uh, both understand what they are, but also to grow in them and to and to live them in order to uh, get. Uh, more deeply and in, in, into uh, into other other virtues in uh, in our life as well, and so they they are the uh, they're the four pillars, if you will, uh, in terms of uh, in terms of virtuous living for for human beings. Mm-hmm. And so then, the virtue of pr- of prudence. Uh, what are we talking about in terms of prudence in in our faith life? Yeah, I think uh, prudence, uh, as you mentioned, Chuck, is one that um, often uh, goes misunderstood, or perhaps you know, if we're if we're honest with ourselves, it might it might even get set aside because prudence is really about our ability to uh, apply what we know, apply what we understand uh, to the particular circumstances uh, that we are that we are facing. Thomas Aquinas calls it. Um, uh, wisdom concerning human affairs, and and I think we can also extend that into uh, into spiritual affairs as well. And so, what it does, uh, it requires us to uh, to work to to gain the knowledge, to gain the understanding of uh, the subject that we're that we're dealing with. If, um, for example, if um, we are uh, needing to to do repairs on a car, we need to understand um, cars and how they and how they work, and then to be able to understand how the uh, the various mechanisms of the vehicle work together, and then uh, and then we can apply that knowledge to uh, fixing or or repairing the car. The same thing is true with our uh, with our spiritual life and our and our moral life. Uh, as we learn, as we study, as we teach, uh, uh, and understand the the teaching of the church and uh, uh, what we gain from from scripture uh, and through the power of the Holy Spirit through uh, our tradition as we as we know that uh, and we know those things then we are able to then uh, apply them to our particular circumstances and situations in life and unfortunately I think that um, in the in the world today in the in in the culture uh and we can we can go into the area of conscience uh conscience we know is is something that has to be formed it has to be developed and uh it has to be it has to be correct but unfortunately it's been set aside to say conscience is functionally Anything that I believe is right—that's my conscience. Well, that's um, that's not that's not prudence. All right, prudence is prudence is understanding the reality and understanding the principles, and then being able to uh, apply them to our uh, particular situation uh, in in both human affairs and 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 also our our spiritual and moral lives as well. Father Tom Wilson is our spiritual director on The Inner Life Today. Father Tom, one of our regular contributors, a priest in the Archdiocese of St. Paul and Minneapolis, talking today about the virtue of prudence. Let's open up our phone lines and invite you and our listening audience to join us. On the program, it's a toll-free phone number sponsored by Charity Mobile, the pro-life phone company, 888-914-9149. If you'd like to join us on the program today, don't forget you can email us with any of your questions, innerlife at relevantradio.com. 
prudentsoftoday.com. But as we talk about prudence, uh, what's uh, been your experience of prudence, and when have you uh, used the virtue to do the right thing? And maybe it wasn't easy, but when did you really pray about it, and when did you see that virtue of prudence uh, working in your life? And of course, if you have any questions about the virtue of prudence, we invite you to join in the conversation today. Do we uh, need to make the point, Father Tom, it's not easy to always be prudent? It is not, and uh, like we said about the, all the all the cardinal virtues, they're not necessarily automatically there in their fullness right away. We learn and we and we grow. So um, uh, we grow in knowledge, we grow in awareness, and we grow also then in our ability to uh, apply all those things. Uh, that we have learned in the particular situations, and unfortunately, at times, uh, we're, we are fallen human beings, and there's uh, there's some trial and error in it, and we uh, we might um, experience a situation, and um, we will uh, uh, take an example of, of perhaps maybe a, a, a young adult making a you know making a relationship decision or a education decision or maybe a professional decision and. Uh, and then looking back on it and and recognizing, you know what, I wasn't I wasn't very prudent there. I, I I maybe acted on my passions or I acted on impulse or I acted on, you know, my own fallen nature rather than rather than taking what I knew and understood from God and properly applying to that, uh, applying it to those to those situations. Uh, but we learn from that, and uh, the the more we the more we act correctly, the more we um, go through the, the the process of of learning, praying, and and applying, uh, the better we will get. So, I would say in general, uh, it's certainly not universal, but in general, I think most of us probably uh, grow in prudence as we grow in in age and experience, and and hopefully wisdom as as well. So. The more experience we have, the more likely we are to uh, to be able to be prudent in our actions. We are talking today about prudence, and uh, what is uh, your experience of prudence, and when have you used uh, the virtue of prudence to do the right thing? Father Tom Wilson is our spiritual director. If you'd like to join us, toll-free phone number 888-914-9149. Stay with us. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. This is today's Gospel reading from the New American Bible. John, chapter 19, verses 25 through 27. Standing by the cross of Jesus were his mother, his mother's sister Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple there whom he loved, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Then he said to the disciple, Behold, your mother. And from that hour the disciple took her into his home. You can find all the daily readings at relevantradio.com gospel or tap the prayer tab on the Relevant Radio app. If you are struggling or searching for something more, if you are in need of some spiritual direction, our Catholic priests are here to help. Call now, 
1-888-914-9149. That's 1-888-914-9149. This is The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. Thanks for joining us. And just a reminder that our Relevant Radio toll-free studio line is sponsored by Charity Mobile, the pro-life phone company. More information about their cell phones and monthly plans, all available at Charity Mobile. Dot com. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Chuck Neff, along with our producer, Nick Schmitz, Jim Shaper, answering your phone calls today, and um, Father Tom Wilson, our spiritual director. Father Tom, a priest in the Archdiocese of St. Paul in Minneapolis, pastor of All Saints Catholic Church in Lakeville, Minnesota, talking today about the cardinal virtue of prudence. And phone lines are open if you'd like to join us. Uh, what's um, your experience of prudence? When have you used the virtue of prudence to do the right thing? And, of course, if you have any questions about the virtue, uh, we invite you to join in the conversation today as well. Again, toll-free phone number if you'd like to join us, 888-914-9149. Our email address, com. So, Father Tom, I guess uh, one of the questions I want to ask when we talk about prudence, uh, what is it not? And Because I, I think sometimes that, oh, I'm going to be prudent, and you know what? I'm not going to say anything because it might hurt somebody's feelings or I don't know how to navigate whatever the situation is. And so there's a, a sense of, of being timid about uh, about whatever I'm choosing to do or choosing not to do. But in terms of prudence, it um, it really is not timidity. It is not cowardice either, is it? No, it's not, and I think you you you've hit on a very important point, Chuck. That uh, too often we do in, um, interpret uh, the idea of prudence as being somewhat uh, perhaps meek <clears throat> or, or or timid or um, uh, weak or wallflowerish, and the truth is, it's not. Um, uh, prudence is ordered to action. It's actually ordered to us doing something, not not necessarily. Uh, sitting back. But I would say that um, uh, prudence is also, it's not guessing either. We're not sort of guessing what we're supposed to do. It's, it's taking uh, our, our own awareness, our own knowledge um, given to us by, you know, both our, our environment and, and, and the church and then being able to uh, apply that. It's also, and in, in I think, Chuck, the, the, the point that we need to make here is that it, particularly since we live in a, uh, a culture that is so feeling and emotion-based, it really, it's not about, it's not a, primarily about feeling. It really, it, it, it's not. It's about um, as objectively as possible, uh, taking the uh, the knowledge that we have and and applying it to the to the circumstances in our life, including our relationships, including our interactions with uh, uh, with with other people. And I'll just I'll, I'll take uh, examples that are very close to home. As 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 a priest, um, it's very important that. Uh, as priests, we learn prudence, and part of that prudence is is recognizing um, when to step in and when not to, uh, how to uh, 
respond to particular situations and be be able to uh, to bring something to a uh, a person and the timing of it and 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 all those sorts of things you know there may be a, there may be a right thing to say but there's also a right time to say it and perhaps a wrong time to say it and so we have to part of our part of our growth as uh, as pastoral ministers and, and people who speak for for God to people is uh, is is realizing that. So it's not a it's not it's not driven on on our on the feelings either. Uh, I think it's also important for us to know that we can we can do the correct thing, we can do the prudent thing, uh, but it doesn't necessarily guarantee a perfect outcome either. And and I think that um, there's some risk with with that as well, that we think, okay, we've done the right thing. You know, we 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 know what God what God wants. We know what God desires. We we know um, what probably is needed in in a particular person's life, and then so we we may communicate it. Uh, but there's no uh, there's no guarantee that the that the outcome is going to be is going to be perfect, um, or, or frankly, what we want uh, as well. So um, doing the right thing doesn't inherently guarantee uh the the best result or the result mm-hmm. that that we would have that we would have wanted and i think it's important that uh we all understand that that we can we can do the right thing we can we can be prudent and not necessarily get the outcome that we desire yeah and then father tom should we make the the point that if we're trying to practice the virtue of prudence about whatever the situation may be in our respective lives but that it might take some time that maybe take some time to pray about it, take some time to read what the church might teach about it, but to to not make a snap judgment, not to uh, to fly off the handle because I want to be prudent. I know what to do, and I'm going to do it right now. Yeah, exactly. And one of the one of the foundations of of prudence in St. Thomas Aquinas is that it uh, it. It really it prevents us from that impulsivity because uh, part of the part of the basis of, of prudence is seeking counsel. It's seeking counsel um, from from others who may have more knowledge. It's seeking counsel through our prayer uh, with with God, and then being able to um, establish what that judgment is, and then take that judgment into action. So it's uh, by its very nature, prudence is a is a step by step process. It's not a it's not uh, an impulsive, immediate uh, action type thing. We it, it requires us to uh, to do some thinking, to do some seeking, to do some prayer, uh, and then do some action. Mm-hmm. Well, and then is the implication also that okay, you may be trying to be prudent, and maybe something you say to a parishioner doesn't go exactly the way you want it to go. But that it's not over. Stay in the relationship. Keep talking about uh, the right thing to do with whomever that may be. Exactly, exactly. And like we uh, were speaking of before, Chuck, uh, we are not going to make the right decisions, uh, the perfect decision every time. Uh, but hopefully we can take uh, the result of that decision and that application of, of the knowledge in that relationship or that particular situation, say, um, maybe that wasn't the best time, and I'll I will learn from that uh, the next time I see that situation with that person, or maybe another person in a in a similar situation. But um, maintaining that 
relationship uh, and continuing to grow uh, in our in our awareness and, and application is uh, critically important. Yeah, and when you talk about uh, prudence being a call to action, I kind of hear a little bit of a challenge to uh, to uh, to act on uh, whatever's going, whatever the situation is. Obviously, there's probably not uh, something that's not exactly right, uh, maybe not perfect, whatever that may be. But that call to action to be prudent, it's almost a I'm hearing a call. I'm hearing a little bit of a challenge to step in and do the right thing. Uh, it definitely is. It definitely is, Chuck. It you know, it's about uh, it's about us uh, harboring the, the the wisdom that we've been blessed with, and it's about us uh, taking the the gifts, frankly, that God has given us, and then being able to apply them to our particular situations in in life. And as as disciples of Christ, we are called to to action, and prudence is the uh, is the human virtue that allows us to take that take those actions into uh, real life situations well and then is it fair to say that uh, some people might not like us being prudent helping somebody else or even ourselves but uh, to do that right thing may not be what they want to hear but we're still called to be virtuous yes that is uh, there's there's always that risk whenever we are living a, a life of faith uh, there is there is a a risk that uh, living it in the context and uh, doing what we need to do will uh, result in uh, some some pushback and sometimes very aggressive pushback. Yeah, but that doesn't um, again just because the the outcome that we would desire and the outcome that we are looking for doesn't necessarily happen doesn't mean that the action was uh, was imprudent and I think that's I think that's important for for people to know you know if we've if we've done the process of our of our prayer our, our learning uh, and then uh, you know thought and prayed carefully about it and then apply it uh, we can be pretty certain that we've been prudent in our action. Father Tom Wilson, our spiritual director, talking about prudence today. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Day 8, Mother of Hope, Pray for Us. This is the second brand new title of Our Lady in the Litany and was just added by papal decree on June 20th of 2020. Like the new title, Mother of Mercy, this new title is also ancient and found in the first words of the Hail Holy Queen when we refer to Our Lady as our life, our sweetness, and our hope. How do you react when you see a little statue of Our Lady in front of someone's house? Or a statue of Our Lady of the Highways near an expressway? Or an image of Our Lady of Guadalupe on a billboard? I rejoice. Every image of the Blessed Mother brings hope because it tells us that Jesus is near. But what does a quarterback do when his team is losing? He fades back, sends the receivers long, and then throws a Hail Mary pass and puts his hope in God. Mother of Hope, pray for the church and our nation. Receive these free daily messages by signing up at relevantradio.com slash novena. Welcome back to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. Call in now to share your story with our Inner Life spiritual directors. 1-888-914-9149. That's 1-888-914-9149. This is The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. 
And thank you for joining us. Father Tom Wilson is our spiritual director. Father Tom, a priest in the Archdiocese of St. Paul in Minneapolis, one of our regular contributors here on the program, talking today about the virtue of prudence. And uh, phone lines are open if you'd like to join us. Again, toll-free, 888-914-9149. You can email us, relevantradio.com. But as we talk about uh, prudence, uh, what's your experience of prudence? When have you uh, used the virtue of prudence to do the right thing? And maybe it wasn't easy for you, but we'd love to hear the story. And of course, if you have any questions about uh, prudence, uh, we invite invite you to join in the conversation on the program today. Again, toll-free number 888-914-9149. So, Father Tom Wilson, let's uh, head to the phones. And Michelle, listening in Bloomington, North Carolina. Hi, Michelle. Thanks for the call. Welcome to the program. Hi. Thank you. Yes. Um, so, I was working in, you know, in the office with other people, and I'm not one of the crew, the click, and They've noticed that I don't use the same speech. I don't curse. I don't do those things. And they were passing around like a picture and these little dirty jokes. And I just said, you know, I really don't partake in that. I really don't do vulgarity. And it became just a huge mockery of downing Catholics, talking about Catholics. We all think we know everything. or the biggest hypocrites. Look at what's happening in their society. It's been their church round and it just felt like I was just being bullied and I actually was bullied um, but it got it escalated to a factor where I'm like what is going on because it became more personal and they were mocking me in terms of even my appearance and my culture and I can't help what I was born as um, it became like subtle threats but I did not retaliate um, maybe I should have said more but I just said, you know, that's just not how I was brought up. Um, I I did not advertise that I was Catholic, but one of the people there had seen me because apparently their residence was close to my church. And it became this, I guess, like this whisper of, do you know where she goes to, she's Catholic, da-da-da. And it became this wildfire and that I thought I was third other people. It was hard. And then... This one gentleman ended up informing me of a, a group that he's a part of, or his family was, that I kind of felt totally threatened because this group is known to not like one other culture um, with three letters in the name, uh, three initials in the name. And I thought, now this is scary. Where did, how did it get from here to there when all I'm doing is letting you know that I don't want to partake in vulgarity, and I don't want to do any of those things. So I'm not sure if I did the right thing um, because I became a target even more so um, for everyone, and they ended up moving me um, out out of that. I really did not feel safe there any longer, but I remained and tried to do what is best, and I prayed. And I spoke also with my priest about it, too, um, because I didn't know what else I could do because I'd seen so many things happen that were not right. And it was confusing to me how anyone could treat someone that ugly just by stating, you know, what your values are because they're not in line with what your values are. 
Yeah. Wow. Thanks for sharing that, um, Michelle. Are you are you out of the situation now? Um, are, are, are you no. in a situation that's that that's safer for you, spiritually and personally? I'm, no, I'm still, I'm still there. Um, okay. Still praying in in today's environment. Things have just gotten really ugly and really scary, uh-huh. and I'm I'm actually more nervous now with today's times because. I don't. I've always shunned trouble. I run. <laughs> you know, yeah. I grew up in a Catholic church my entire life. I grew up in the school. I'm a cradle Catholic myself. Mm-hmm. So it's just like I'm just holding on to my faith and prayers, yeah. and that's all I can do. Yeah. Well, because uh, you know, in terms of in terms of prudential action, I think you uh, you certainly you certainly did the first uh, couple steps of leading into prudent action by. Uh, by praying and then seeking the counsel of your uh, of your own priest and and pastor on 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 what to do, uh, I think that um, you know part of the part of the human virtue of of prudence is uh, recognizing you know obviously I think you read this it sounds like you read the situation uh, quite well and you didn't you know you weren't asking for this to happen you just you know said don't. I don't want to participate in your vulgarities. Um, I think um, uh, another step, perhaps, in applying uh, and and being prudent in the action is is recognizing, you know, what your uh, what your rights are in the in the situation. And obviously, you have a you know you have a right as a human being, and you have a right as an employee in that situation to uh, to have a safe work environment and to uh to not be mocked or uh or or bullied and um hopefully that the, the the workplace has a has a place that you can um you can deal with that in a way that's uh that 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 that's honest and uh and and straightforward but uh you certainly were taking the uh, taking the right steps at the at the beginning and i would i would keep especially if if you uh believe that the situation is is ongoing uh keep consulting with your um with your priest and you know and and get some get some advice on on how to handle it um you know the beauty of the beauty of being a priest, Michelle, is that we talk to a lot of people and we have, um, if you will, vicarious experiences through a lot of different people. And, you know, I've never been in a situation like you described, but I know people who have, and they've shared with me, you know, what they've done to uh, to try to, to, to rectify and um uh, clean up the situation and uh, and to, to to do the right thing within it and and so one one of the gifts of priests is that you know we have kind of these vectors that go out to a lot of different people and then we can share those things with um, uh, with others so I would I would keep um, I would keep uh, in touch with the, with the priest and continue to uh, to ask advice because. You know, just as a, as a daughter of God and as a citizen of of this country, there's you you should not have to be uh, enduring, uh, you know, the anti-Catholic stuff within and just you know, frankly, it sounds like just anti anti virtue and um, you know, clean living and um, you know, Jesus 
Jesus prepares us for that, though. I mean, uh, you know, keep uh, keep consulting the Lord, keep praying with the Lord, go to Him at the at the foot of the cross, but also also do the uh, the human consultations and um, ask for ask for advice because um, because you're worth it. You know, you are. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you so much. Michelle, if I if I might ask, uh, certainly in these uh, rather different kinds of times in uh, the year 2020, is this a job that you you need? Uh, obviously, trying to find another um, job in this climate is might, might be tough. But but is this a job you need you need to have? Um, at this point, it, it is. Um, it is, and I, I love what I do. I love the population that I serve. Um, but I mean, I have been. I mean, I have been told I probably need to do something differently. I mean, not something differently. Probably a different location. Um. But yes, at this point it is because yeah. um, life has just been pretty, pretty unpredictable. I'll put it that yeah. way. I've been reading Job because my life—I'm I'm nowhere near Job. I know he was, you know, blameless and everything, but I feel like every area of my life is pertaining to like a Job type situation because literally every area is in, in chaos. Um, so I am literally trusting, literally trusting. Wow. Well, you know, well, God is a God of order, Michelle, and, um, you know, bring, bring these, uh, chaotic and, and hurtful situations to, uh, to the Lord at the, at the foot of the cross and, and he'll, He'll watch out for you. He'll he'll bless you, and and he's gonna bring he's gonna bring people into your life that can um, assist you in in dealing with the in dealing with the situation. All right. Um, yeah. The important thing is to not be isolated here too. Yeah. Well, Michelle, God bless you. Um, I ask our listeners uh, and our callers. Uh, a bit uh, every once in a while. I'm going to ask you, and I don't always get a, a response to this, but gosh, I would love to hear the rest of the story someday when all of all of this uh, works out for you. Call back in and let us uh, know what happens. I'm going to keep the notes uh, from your phone call today. But uh, Father Tom, I, we hear that story. We're talking about prudence today. I'm hearing fortitude to be able to stand yeah, in the midst no, of that absolutely. and deal I think, with that. I think. Wow. Uh, yeah, incredible, incredible courage to do it, and uh, and I do think that um, she really um, she demonstrated the, the the first step of putting prudence into action by not, you know, by not sort of knee jerk uh, retaliation, and you know, I uh, as a as a hot headed Irishman, I understand what it means to react impulsively and to. Uh, to get very angry very quickly, and and that's typically not very good. And you know she's dealing with this stuff, and um, you know instead of that 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 sort of impulsive angry pushback, she she kind of stepped back from it. She knew it wasn't right, and she went out and you know sought counsel and uh, very very courageous, very courageous in uh, in dealing with this um, uh, difficult situation that. You know, she she's going through something in in a particular situation in her life. What 
frankly, an awful lot of the world is dealing with every single day in, in big picture and in small picture things. Yeah. Well, Michelle, God bless you. A lot of people praying for you in your situation, including uh, Father Tom Wilson and uh, Chuck Neff. A lot of people listening today praying for you. But uh, uh, keep us posted. I'd love to hear how this turns out, how the Holy Spirit, how the Lord works in your life uh, to kind of deal with this. But uh, thanks for joining us on the program today. Father Tom Wilson, if you're just joining us, is our spiritual director. Father Tom, a priest in the Archdiocese of St. Paul in Minneapolis, pastor of All Saints Catholic Church in Lakeville, Minnesota, talking about the gift or the virtue of prudence. And the phone lines are open if you'd like to join us in the time we have left. 888-914-9149 is our toll-free phone number. Your experience of prudence. Uh, We'd love to hear your story as well. So Father Tom got an email into the program actually yesterday, which I think ties into what we're talking about today. And um, I thought uh, maybe we could talk about this uh, certainly in the in light of what we're talking about in the virtue of prudence. And our emailer says, My friend is obsessed with looking great after her recent divorce. She's had plastic surgery and now seems to be all about her looks. She's a beautiful person inside and out. And uh, I'm thinking that she uh, might be suffering from pride. Wondering how, uh, what your advice would be in terms of supporting her without being judgmental. Yeah, that's a uh, that's a great that's a great question and a a really good opportunity for us to uh, apply the virtue of of prudence to to her situation. You know what what she's doing, she understands. Okay, she understands um, where her friend is coming from. Uh, she she understands uh, the the situation of of the divorce. She understands that. Uh, pride is uh, not a good thing, and so she's trying to she's trying to be uh, of assistance uh, to her uh, to her friend in the plastic surgery. And and I I guess the uh, you know the first thing that I would um, suggest uh, that she that she deal with is is number one recognize that her friend is likely responding out of woundedness and hurt from the divorce that she's experienced all right um and and the the, the plastic surgery is very very likely uh uh, a response from from that particular wound, um, perhaps maybe, maybe even more so than the, the pride or the vanity that you might you know sort of uh, assume uh, that is that that's the root of it. Um, and so the uh, the prudential act I think in this case would be uh, to help her deal with the woundedness of of her divorce the best she can, and to affirm uh, to her that she's a beautiful person. You are a beautiful person. You don't need, you don't need surgery to, to, to be beautiful and to, uh, you know, affirm that uh, while also, um, you know, maybe doing your best to, to, to help her in the, in the woundedness from, uh, from the divorce, which is, um, very likely the, the the source of of this, and so going at it from you know you're you're hurting from your divorce rather than um, why are you being prideful about your looks I think is the is the fork in the road uh, in the decision making and in, in acting in prudence that you uh, that you might want to 
that you might want to deal with. Yeah, I think that's such an important point that when we're making judgments about people, whether whatever it is, that it's somebody's action, and certainly in this case with uh, with uh, the divorce, but to recognize that there is some hurt, there is some wound, and to be interested in that. How can I help you deal with the hurt? How can I walk with you in the midst of the pain rather than walking over onto the side of uh, making judgments about the choices she's making, but to really just walk into that moment, be that friend, and uh, try to understand uh, what kind of pain that she might be dealing with? Yeah, yeah, we we talk about a lot on the program, Chuck, but everybody's got a story. Everybody's fighting a battle, and uh uh, the the more capable we are and the more willing we are to uh, enter into that reality with people, the the more helpful that we are going to be uh, with them in, in terms of just bringing Jesus into uh, their situation and, and their woundedness. And yeah. uh, that's part of prudence as well. So, you know, asking the questions about her hurt from the from the divorce uh, is just a great way to to begin uh, long long before dealing with any issues of plastic surgery. Deal with the uh, deal with the question of the of the woundedness from the divorce. Yeah. Thanks to our emailer, we appreciate uh, you sending that. I think uh, touching a lot of lives uh, with a really really good question. We appreciate that, Father Tom Wilson, our spiritual director, talking about prudence. I need to revisit one thing you said earlier in the program when we talk about prudence and this whole idea of following your conscience. I mentioned it at the top of the hour that this uh, prudence sometimes gets lost in our faith journey. That uh, people often don't think about what is right. They just do what feels right. And so in terms of following your conscience, you know, I think about the evil of contraception. Uh, we've all heard it, I think, for all of our of, of those of us who are married have heard it uh, in terms of uh, birth control and contraception. Follow your conscience. And um, that may be what feels right. It's uh, not what is right. Yeah, that's a good uh, that's a good example. Uh, that's a good example, Chuck, of uh, uh, a particular moral issue that that can probably be applied to a lot of different areas in sexual morality, uh, in which um, effectively, uh, culturally, or in, and and even within the within the life of the church, our our default has tended to be what the culture says is okay. Uh, and and I'm deciding this uh, based on my own conscience, but uh, the the truth is that uh, it's it's likely that 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 question of conscience is more driven by what I think is going to be best for me at this particular time without consultation. You know, the the um, the virtue of prudence requires uh, uh, formation of conscience and to be. Uh, aware of uh, the teachings of the church and the reasons why and in uh, all those matters and I would say again in, in particular in in matters of in matters of sexual morality uh, one of the one of the um, the struggles and difficulties that we have is that people's knowledge and awareness of the church's teaching doesn't go beyond no don't do it and that's not enough. I mean, and um, 
and one of the barriers to 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 good prudential decision making and action is that once we 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 can get to that place where okay it's like okay we 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 know we know the church says no but um but then we in frankly in our own pride we we recoil and we um don't actually do the further investigation into why the church says no. And so, number one, we're not really equipped to answer that question, but number two, um, we, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're maybe afraid to deal with, uh, to deal with a question because, uh, we, we have a conclusion that we would rather act on and, and not, uh, not go in a direction that might lead, lead us to, uh, to, to, to recognize the, um, the reality and the sinfulness of, of the direction that we might go, and you know, I get I deal I deal a lot with situations in in families and such, and uh, the the response will be, um, uh, but they prayed about it. They prayed about it, and it's like, yep, yeah, that doesn't mean that doesn't mean they came to the right conclusion. I mean, yeah. just praying about it doesn't guarantee that we will uh that we will respond uh, appropriately and do uh and do the right thing you know we need to we need to know the whys and uh and need to need to need to confront frankly our own our own interior uh you know pride and stubbornness and and all those things that we all suffer from to varying degrees yeah. Father Tom Wilson, our spiritual director, not a lot of time left in the program today. Unfortunately, we can't get to uh, the rest of our phone calls. But uh, Father Tom, in the few minutes uh, we have left, just some quick advice on how do we begin to cultivate the virtue of prudence in our own lives? Yeah, I think we cultivate it. We cultivate it by our learning. We, uh, you know, when we when we run into questions and situations, we uh you know do some do some study do some research uh seek out counsel uh and and figure out the you know the background of these situations and you know we're 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 all living in family situations in our societal and cultural and political situation in which um there's chaos and there's and there's disorder and there's sin around us and uh, for us to do uh, to do the research and to seek counsel and to and to pray will allow us to prudentially engage in those uh, in those situations that we uh, that we find ourselves and it um, you know we talked about this at the top of the hour Chuck but it's 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 not something that um, it's immediate I mean we're not going to perfect the virtue of prudence ever. Uh, but we will continue to grow in it if we if we engage and uh, you know honestly seek out the the truth and the and the knowledge uh, that the church can give us through two thousand years of wisdom that the scriptures give to us in the uh, pages of of the Word of God and the um, experience that that other trustworthy disciples have in their own life that can uh, that can help us. Uh, uh, deal with them. So that's that's really how we cultivate the um, the virtue of prudence. And I I think um, another important thing is that uh, you know 
two faithful people um, may actually both be being prudent uh, and, and end up doing something a little bit different. And uh, to, to, to recognize that in the, in the process of, of growth and, and application of the, of the knowledge that God gives to us. Father Tom Wilson, our spiritual director. Time to wrap things up. And Father Tom, we do like to close with a final blessing for all of our listeners. Gracious and loving God, we are grateful for the gift of your mercy. We are grateful for the gift of your sorrowful mother who hurts uh, along with us. We ask that through her intercession, you pour down your blessing upon all of our listeners and their families, bring healing to their lives and their situations, and especially in the uh, restore order to the culture in which we live. The Father, the Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Father Tom Wilson, always a pleasure. Thanks for joining us. Thanks to you as well. We are back again tomorrow. Hope to see you then. Day 8, Mother of Hope, Pray for Us. This is the second brand new title of Our Lady in the Litany and was just added by Papal Decree on June 20th of 2020. Like the new title, Mother of Mercy, this new title is also ancient and found in the first words of the Hail Holy Queen when we refer to Our Lady as our life, our sweetness, and our hope. How do you react when you see a little statue of Our Lady in front of someone's house? Or a statue of Our Lady of the Highways near an expressway? Or an image of Our Lady of Guadalupe on a billboard? I rejoice. Every image of the Blessed Mother brings hope because it tells us that Jesus is near. But what does a quarterback do when his team is losing? He fades back, sends the receivers long, and then throws a Hail Mary pass and puts his hope in God. Mother of Hope, pray for the church and our nation. Receive these free daily messages by signing up at relevantradio.com slash novena.